And away we go. It's the Moonshots DFS podcast right here on MoonshotsDFS.com. Dan Strafford with you talking about today's 12-game slate. If you're on DraftKings, 11-game slate minus the Nats and uh, Phillies game. That is a 7.05 start over there on FanDuel. I did already record 10 minutes of this, but then uh, looked at the waveform and noticed I was using the wrong microphone. And so I am back on the proper microphone. I am going to run through this Phillies-Nats game, but uh, much quicker than I did before. But first, the normal reminder that you can sign up for MoonshotsDFS.com by heading over to the subscriptions tab. Uh, you can do a $7 weekly subscription that's recurring through the end of the year unless you cancel. $25 per month through the end of the year unless you cancel. And then, of course, $99 for the entirety of the season. Quickly into this Phillies and Nats game. 10.5 over under. Opened at 10. High temperatures uh, are all over the eastern seaboard, but Philadelphia... 91 degrees, seeing most of the worst of it there. Falter versus Espona. Falter has been up for, what, six games so far this year. Two starts, uh, 0-2 on the year, 4.20 ERA. Home runs per nine, 1.80. Um, against righties on the year, giving up a 218 ISO in limited innings pitched. But I will point out Falter's Minor league numbers were really solid this year and solid in his career. Uh, plenty of strikeouts um, across the board. Career stats of a uh, whip of 1.16. ERA is at 2.97. Just 33 home runs in 435 innings. All these numbers really point to Falter being pretty good, pretty uh, pretty solid starter. 3-0 on the year, 1.54 ERA, 0.69 whip, 28 strikeouts, 23 innings before getting the call. Uh, he's clearly struggled. Clearly, uh, walks have been an issue as well. Just 5.40 Ks per nine in his limited 15 innings thus far. Completely understand getting to the Nats bats. Uh, Phillies are going to be very popular with a 5.9 implied live. Nats at 4.8 right now. Nats power bats uh, from the right side clearly stand out. Uh, 350 Woba, 198 ISO. Uh, don't strike out a ton against lefties, 20.2%. They walk at 10.1%, so not a nice 10K minus walk ratio for the team there. So uh, completely understand targeting Falter, as it were. I will even point out on the other side, though, uh, this Nats bullpen is terrible. So... Even if you think Espona is a decent pitcher, which take that for what it's worth, worth, there just is so much upside for this Phillies offense in the second game of their doubleheader. Let's move on. Giants at Pirates. Carlos Rodon versus Zach Thompson. Of course, we did uh, roll out some Zach Thompson a couple of uh, weeks ago. But that, of course, was Zach with a K, not Zach with an H who pitches for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, diving through the numbers here quickly, uh, it is 4.8 for the San Francisco Giants currently on the live implied total. Eight over under. Pirates just at 3.4 on the day. Radon, it's been popular. Going after the Pirates, going after the Tigers, going after the A's. So you have Radon here against Zach Thompson. Radon uh, on the day have to scroll ever so slightly, is 9,900. Clearly has tons of upside against this Pirates team. 140 ISO against lefties for Pittsburgh. 
Uh, don't strike out a ton, 21.2% K percentage. Uh, on the other side, Zach with an H. Thompson uh, for the Pirates. Pirates also have a, a rough bullpen there other than, uh, was it Bednar? Is that uh, David Bednar, their closer, who's been uh, pretty lights out this year. For Thompson, the Giants, 162 ISO, 309 expected Woba. Not gigantic numbers. Uh, Thompson on the day, 6,100, but 4.8, one of the higher totals outside of St. Louis and uh, Colorado today, along with uh, the the Phillies total from before. Yankees and Blue Jays, 4.6 each respectively. Nine and a half is our over-under up a half run since the Open. The Yankees send Jordan Montgomery to the mound against the Blue Jays, who have Ross Stripling. Obviously, quick back-of-the-envelope look. The Blue Jays against lefties, 183 ISO, 20.7 K percentage. Jordan Montgomery isn't your everyday lefty. Lots of talent from the lefty on the year. 0.81 home runs per nine, 2.70 ERA. Seems to be figuring out all of those things we may have wanted to see from him over the years. He's limited righties to just 1. Uh, sorry, 0.137 ISO. Lefty to 0.084. Montgomery... On the day, $7,900. The Blue Jays don't strike out a ton, 20.7%. Montgomery on the year, K percentage of 23% overall. 24.4% against lefties, 22.7% across his career here uh, against righties. 224 career innings here for Jordan Montgomery. And that's looking at the advanced splits section of the player profile over on Moonshots DFS. This year, 62.2 innings pitched. And uh, keeping those uh, home runs, keeping the, the fly balls in the park. So, pretty solid uh, season for Jordan Montgomery. 72, uh, sorry, 7,900 on the day. Currently projected for just 10.71 DK points. But somebody I'm going to keep in my player pool as I take my first look at this day. Ross Stripling gets the Yankees... All the numbers are are fantastic, other than the strikeouts. 24.8% against righties. Stripling is 5,800 on the day. Um, Yankees are always stackable. Yankees are always good for one-offs. Rogers Center, as a, a park, is... Let's see here. Quick look. Middling. You know, home runs for lefties, not great. Home runs for righties, pretty solid. Uh, so expect uh, to see, you know, the Aaron Judges and, and Giancarlo Stanton's of the world one-off. And uh, depending on the exact lineup that the Yankees roll out there, uh, can see what they have in store. Adam Rainwright, Michael Waka, former teammates going to the hill today. 5.3 for the Cardinals. They open at 5.4. The Red Sox have jumped a half run from 4.8 to 5.5. Money currently coming in. At 66% on the Red Sox, which uh, opened at 115, so plus money, and now at minus 115. The Cardinals at minus 135 to start, minus 104 now. I don't know any news that changed in this matchup that would significantly alter the line and where people are betting. Uh, if anyone does, feel free to share over there in, in the Discord chat, of course, as you're listening. Uh High upside offense for the Red Sox with their typical lineup. 
Uh, you go down the, the list of J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogars, Rafael Devers. We did have Rob Refsnyder leading off against a lefty. That's not going to be the case here. Scrolling through to the Red Sox lineup. Jaron Duran is who is currently projected at the top of the Red Sox lineup, which gives us savings. Highly touted rookie. He's 3,100. Projected at 6.57 DK points. You can easily get Duran, Devers, Martinez, Bogarts. And then Alex Verdugo, projected to be the number five hitter. So if you want to go to the five, um, this is a really solid stack that I assume will be fairly highly owned uh, as the day goes on. For the Cardinals uh, against the Red Sox, Edmund Nolan Gorman, has we've been using a decent amount of late. He's been cheap at second base. He's 4K today on DraftKings. Tyler O'Neill batting fifth typically. Is 3,600. Brendan Donovan, 3,200. I don't see a stack here. I know Goldschmidt has been absolutely dynamic, but he's 5,900. Arenado is 5,300. Has been cold of late. Same with Gorman. So I don't see a stack coming from the Cardinals, but if you want to use Gorman or Tyler O'Neill if they're in the two and five spots as one-offs or, or ways to get some savings, I understand that. Eight total for Sox at Astros. Uh, that's the White Sox, of course. 3.6 for the White Sox. 4.6 for the Strohs. This is a matchup of Lucas Giolito and Framber Valdez. Two good pitchers. Obviously, Giolito, uh, I think, currently the better of the two. For the White Sox, Valdez is 8,500 against the Astros. Giolito is 9,600. Astros numbers against righties. K percentage at sub-20%. Sub-20%. They're at 19.9%. 3 uh, 0.342 WOBA. 204 ISO. All these numbers make sense. So one off of a, a, an Alvarez, I think, is going to be somebody that is owned simply because of the power upside. Giolito, power pitcher, uh, can obviously give up a home run from time to time if you're trying to chase a low-owned power bat. Home runs per nine. Up this year for Giolito, 1.86 home runs per nine. Obviously a strikeout pitcher, 70 strikeouts and 53 innings. But there is some power upside here for the Astros lineup. Uh, and looking at the White Sox against Valdez, 340 Woba, 172 ISO against lefties. Obviously there are tons of strikeouts uh, in this White Sox lineup. I don't feel overly comfortable going to Valdez as a potential option. Eventually, we're going to have to, to find out some people we're going to be rostering. Um, you look at Pollock is 3,700. Andrew Vaughn is 3,900. And then you get uh, Robert and Abreu at 5K and 4,300. Jake Berger in the lineup, 3,500. The White Sox are cheap. White Sox are cheap. I know they're only projected 3.6. Uh, let's check Valdez's power numbers in his career thus far. Okay. Limited numbers since 2019. This year. Oh, wow. I didn't notice how good uh, Valdez was at keeping the ball in the park. 12 games this year. 12 games started. He's given up just three home runs in 75 innings. All right, forget it. <laughs> no White Sox. Maybe you want off somebody if you think uh, you need a cheap option in, in Burger or um, 
Pollock leading off, but there's not they're not dirt cheap in any way. They're 3,700, uh, 2,700. I would make them a lot more viable. San Diego and Colorado in Coors Field. Yay, Coors Field slate. Love those so very much. <sighs> Frustrating, to say the least. Um, oh, it looks like I skipped two games. I'll get back to them momentarily. Uh, San Diego and Colorado, 6.1 to 7 for San Diego. 12.5 over under. If you're playing one lineup, you're playing the Rockies and, and Padres, right? I mean, I, I think that's a pretty straightforward take on this. Freeland, the lefty, has to face Cronenworth, Machado, Voigt, Austin Nola. Um, you do have Jose Azucar, who is projected to bat ninth. Do you want to go, you know, 9-1, you know, 9 two, three, four. Get a little different. Azucar is not a good hitter. Um, only 48 plate appearances is... is his strikeout totals at 29.2%. And then you have Mackenzie Gore for the Padres. So you get Connor Joe, and you get CJ Crone, and you get Daza, and Jose Iglesias, and all the righty bats, even Randall Gretchik. Uh, Gretchik is just $3,500. Elias Diaz is 3K flat. So this Coors Field uh, game is going to be well-owned. Again, you're playing one lineup. You're going to own them. You're playing cash games. You're going to have pieces here. 12-game um, slate. If you're playing multiple lineups, I think a majority of those are probably getting away from Coors Field and trying to latch on to, you know, the 11 total, or sorry, the the total between the Nats and the Phillies at 10.5, the 9.5 between the Blue Jays and the Yankees. Doubling back, I missed two games. Texas at Detroit and um, Miami at New York. So... Tigers roll out Tariq Skubal. John Gray is for the Rangers. Gray's going to be really popular. I, I don't see how he's not. Detroit's been terrible on the year. We all know that. We've talked about it over and over again. 25.7 K percentage on the year against right-handed pitchers. 14.5 swingers. All the numbers. And Gray's just 6,900. Now, on the other side, Tariq Skubal has a good matchup. The lefty against the Rangers, but he's 9K. Their projections, uh, Scooble is projected three points higher than Gray, but obviously you're saving $3,000 on DraftKings going down to John Gray. So Gray's going to be highly popular on this slate. Um, 80 degrees, 41% relative humidity. Uh, Detroit at 4.2, Texas at 4. So uh, Scooble getting some uh, respect there. The over-under has gone from 7.5 to 8. Most money coming in on Detroit. At minus 130, it has fallen to minus 120 now. But interesting, that has dropped. Uh, and Texas has gone from 110 to 101. I'm using a different site than... No, I'm using DraftKings. Okay, but not updating DraftKings uh, as I go. So Miami at New York. We get Cookie Carrasco on the mound for the New York Mets. Pablo Lopez for the Miami Marlins. Carrasco getting some love from Vegas. 5.1 implied total for the Mets. Down from 5.4. The over-under opened at 9. Has dropped to 8.5. Miami went from 3.9 to 3.7. Money wholly coming in on the New York Metropolitans. Pablo Lopez. 2.30 ERA. Giving up just .90 home runs per 9. Hailing right-handed hitters. 33% on the season. In K percentage. Uh, ISO down at 153, 
Lefties at just 157. Obviously, those two match the home run per nine number I talked about. 72 strikeouts in 70 innings. Uh, Pablo Lopez on the day. The Mets, decent ISO against righties. 188, 328 Woba. Pablo Lopez, 10-2 on DraftKings. I feel like this is a game largely I'm going to stay away from. Probably will have Carlos Carrasco as a cash game pitcher. 9,100 uh, as your price point. 12.77 DK points currently as our projected total. The Marlins, I wouldn't be surprised if that goes up once the lineup comes in. I feel like that's going to jump to 14 or 15 DK points, which I'd be perfectly happy with. So it's Carrasco and nothing else for me in that contest. Uh, now going back to chronological order here, Royals at A's. Zach Greinke on the mound for the Royals against Frankie Montes. Montes will be popular as well. 58 degrees, 69% relative humidity, so cooler air but denser air. Uh, both bullpens kind of suck here, so that may be some upside. Granke has been an absolute wizard with his you know, 78-mile-an-hour fastball uh, on the season. 1.22 home runs per nine, um, 1.74 walks per nine, just 4.35 Ks per nine, giving up contact, giving up hits. He's 0-4 on the season, has made 10 starts, 25 strikeouts in 51 innings. Um, he's just not giving up a ton of power. Uh, so I don't see the Oakland Athletics as a huge upside, but I also don't... You know, he's 5500 but you're getting $5,500 worth of starter. So 11 to 13 points seems reasonable from Granke. So if you want to pull that savings and think Carrasco's you know, a 14 to 16 point pitcher today, and you can make up those upside points with another batter, I get it. I, you know, Granky's not somebody I, I fully love playing because how soft he throws and, and he's all about putting the ball in play. Uh, but I could see that. On the other side, Montes is going to be popular. Uh, the Royals are not very good on offense. Uh, 157 ISO, 21.5% K percentage, Montes 8,300. Uh, one of our higher projected pitchers on the day, if not the highest projected pitcher. Yep, currently the highest projected pitcher at 8,300. I have a feeling he's going to be very, very popular. You know, Montes and Gray or Montes and Scooble probably is where we start. Then you get some Carlos Carrasco mixed in there uh, as we roll on. Twins are at Diamondbacks 4.8 implied live for the Twins, 4.4 for the Diamondbacks, 9 over under. This matchup is Devin Smeltzer against Madison Bumgarner. Both bullpens are mediocre to trending in the wrong direction for the home bullpen. The Diamondbacks, uh, this will be closed dome, it looks like, on the day. Diamondbacks against the lefty Smeltzer, 190 ISO. So this is a stack I'd like. You go to the idea of uh, Luplo, Marte, Walker, Carson Kelly, Geraldo Perdomo might be batting ninth. I, I become a fan of the 9-1-2 or the 8-9-1-2 or 9-1-2-3-4, whatever you might say, just to get different when the stacks are so obvious. Uh, for the Twins, this is a righty-heavy power team. So Bumgartner, ISO 192 is the Diamondbacks. Let's see what Bumgartner's done on the year thus far. He's gotten by with guile and grit. That's what he's done. 
Uh, 1.54 home runs per nine, 3.50 ERA. Great. Not striking anybody out. 6.3. Oh, he's striking out some people, but uh, K percentage is just 18.4% against righties. ISO is 203. So Diamondback stack is in order. We're uh, picking and choosing some of these one-offs, but to be clear, um, Luplo at the top of 4,200 will give you a little bit of savings. Christian Walker at 4,100 as well. Carson Kelly. So this is an affordable stack. Uh, with Rojas and Marte mixed in there. Marte, of course, a switch hitter. The Guardians at the Dodgers, 5.2 for LA, 3.1 for Cleveland, 8 over under. Our matchup is between Zach Plesak and Clayton Kershaw. Guardians on the year against lefties, not striking out a ton, 174 ISO. Clayton Kershaw, 10-5, 16.34 is his current projections on DraftKings. Plesak, Against L.A., you know, their numbers are absolutely absurd. So 226 ISO against righties on the year, 347 WOBA, 341 expected WOBA. They're going to be a popular stack. Do we have any savings from the Dodgers recently? Not really. You know, Bellinger's at 30, at 400, 4,000, pardon me, but down the end of the lineup. You know, Gavin Lux, if you want to go not, uh, uh, lefty, then bets them Freeman. If you really are stuck on handedness, I can understand that. But the Dodgers top five are going to be popular and are going to have the definite upside uh, that we all know they do. Finally, Angels at Mariners. 3.6 for the Angels, four for the Mariners. Seven and a half over under. This is Michael Lorenzen versus Robbie Ray. Both bullpens solid, if not good. So if we get the the starters out, not necessarily some upside after the fact. The Mariners, 24.9% strikeouts per uh, K percentage, I should say. 178 ISO, 303 expected Woba against righties. Lorenzen just 7,100 and projected at 14.07. I've enjoyed targeting the Mariners. Also enjoy having uh, you know a late night hammer, as it were, playing some pitchers out on the West Coast uh, just to have some fun there. Robbie Ray... Against the Angels, 8,700, 172 ISO. You know, Mike Trout had two home runs yesterday. Looking at the projections, Trout, Otani, both projected over or near eight points. Everybody else not. So Ray has some upside, but I think I'll, I think where I'm going to end up is Montas, Scooble, Gray, Carrasco and maybe that's probably it let's take a quick look at projections here Rodon, Montes, Scooble, top three projected starters Robbie Ray right there as well so top four all over 18 points Top stacks as of right now. Dodgers, Phillies, Red Sox, Astros, Reds. Reds. All right. All right. We can have some fun with that. Diamondbacks not here as of right now. So maybe they go under-owned. And their cost is down. So I'm going to be on the Red Sox. I'm going to be on the Phillies. The Astros. And the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are sort of my off the, the beaten path. As it were. So hope this helps. Hope this uh, gets your day started. 
uh, with research. Remember, there are articles over on Moonshots DFS. There is content, and of course, there is projections. So much data available to you. Head on over, Moonshots DFS, and I'll be back with you uh, soon. Hopefully, uh, Monday podcast is in the works, and then uh, we'll make our way to Tuesday, the big slate, uh, as we do Tuesday and Friday every week here on MoonshotsDFS.com. <laughs>